In the year 2005, there was a 17-year-old girl living in the UK who went to the grocery store to buy some milk. She went there, she bought the milk, she came home, and, and she, was, she was annoyed, she was bothered. She went to her dad and told him all about these, these teenagers that had been harassing her along the way. Right outside the grocery store, there were a number of 12 to 15-year-old boys that, that, that just wouldn't leave her alone. So she comes home, she tells her father, and her father is an innovator. And so he hears this problem, and he decides he's going to do something about it. He, he plays around with different tones, different pitches, and creates this high-pitched tone that only young people can hear. And his plan was, well, I can, I can sell this to stores and businesses, and they can play this tone right outside their door, and the teenagers won't, won't loiter there anymore because the sound will annoy them, and the adults won't even hear it. They'll walk right by it. So some of you know about this tone. It's called the mosquito tone. And I, I actually have it right here. So I'm going to ask for you to play along with me here. I'm going, to, I'm going to play it, and I want you to raise your hand if you can hear the tones. If you're wearing a hearing aid, it would be wise to turn it off, or if you're, or if you're sensitive to noises. Go ahead and plug your ears. That'll be just fine. Okay. So if you hear the tones, hand up. First, I'm going to turn my phone on. <laughs> You're like, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> you know, they tell you to silence your phone at church. I just forgot. Okay. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. No. Oh, oh, oh. You're... All right. Okay. And... Okay, if you heard that last one, put your hand up. The only reason I knew it played was because it told me on my phone. I was practicing this out in chapel, and I was like, is it working? I don't know if it's working. I had to call young people in here to help me with it. Here's the point, teenagers. You can hear things that we can't. And I mean that physically, I mean that metaphorically, I mean in every way imaginable. You can hear things that we can't. I mean, we heard all about that here with Samuel, right? Hearing things that Eli is not hearing. If Eli wants to know what the Lord is gonna, gonna say, he's gotta go through Samuel. We see, we see snippets of this throughout history. And so the, uh, the famous monk, St. Benedict, when he's writing rules to live by, he has a rule that they need to have young people present at every meeting they have. And the more important the meeting, the more they need to make sure that the youngest members are there. Because he writes, sometimes God reveals what's best to the young. 
what if, what if we acted this way in our churches? What if we actually took your voices seriously? What if every time we had a meeting, we said, we need teenagers on this committee? Board meetings, strategic planning committee meetings. The more important the meeting, the more we need a teenager present. Now, those of us who have been to these meetings are probably going, well, they're going to be bored out of their mind if we bring them into these meetings. And maybe that's why they're boring, because we don't have teenagers there. (laughs) You throw teenagers in the mix, it is not going to be boring. But boredom isn't the problem here. The problem is that we don't take you seriously. And for that, we need to apologize to you. Because sometimes us adults, we, we can tend to patronize the things that God intends to be prophetic. So we bring you into the meeting, and instead of really hearing the words we, you, you say, we, we think, oh, isn't that sweet? <laughs> They're playing grown-up. And we're patting ourselves on the back because we've got you here. We patronize the things that God intends to be prophetic. So we patronize you when we say that you're the future of the church. You're not the future of the church. You are the church. If Jesus said that yours is the kingdom of heaven, then I'm pretty sure the church is yours too. It's not like Jesus said, theirs is the kingdom of heaven, and when they grow up, they'll inherit the local church too. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. We patronize you every time we hear a story like the one we just did about the children coming to Jesus. Every time we treat that like a children's story, we're patronizing you. I've only heard that scripture read during an infant baptism or dedication where there's children coming in, but it's not a kid's story. Children don't need to be told they belong on Jesus' lap. They're already there. (laughs) That's obvious to them. It's the adults in the story that need this reminder. This is a story for those of us who are closest to Jesus, reminding us that they are exactly where they belong, and you're going to get in the way if you try to do anything different. There's a lot at stake here when we don't listen to you, when we don't listen to the words you're saying. It's, it's very possible, if we're not listening to you, that we're going to miss Jesus. So you think about the triumphal entry. Right, the week before Easter, Palm Sunday, we've got Jesus coming down the street. He's on his donkey. People are waving branches. Hallelujah, Hosanna. There's, there's uh, cloaks going on the ground. And then uh, Parade Marshal Jesus goes rogue then at the very end and starts throwing over tables, starts protesting what's going on there in the temple. And then we get this verse. In Matthew chapter 21, 15, listen to this. So he's he's just thrown over the tables, and then we read, but when the chief priests and the scribes saw the amazing things that he did and heard the children crying out in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David, they became angry. So when Jesus starts off, he's got the adults, he's got the kids, he's got everybody there cheering for him. But by the time we get to the end of the story, it's just the children. Somewhere along the way, Jesus scared off the adults. The children 
are hearing things that we're not hearing. The young people are seeing things that we're not seeing. And if we're not paying attention to them, we're going to miss Jesus. So teenagers in the room, I have good news and I have terrifying news. The good news is that you can hear from God and we need your voice. The terrifying news is you can hear from God and we need your voice. That's a big deal. It's a heavy responsibility, and we have you here because we're asking you, teenagers, to take this seriously, to believe that you can hear from God, to believe that we need you to speak into our lives. Some of you might be sitting there thinking, well, God doesn't talk to people like me. I, 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 don't, I don't hear that kind of thing. Maybe when I'm older, this, this is not, this isn't for me. But the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is in each one of you. It's not something you get when you're older. It's not something you unlock when you get to a certain level. There's no Holy Spirit Junior. (laughs) (laughs) The same Holy Spirit that took a dead, lifeless body and brought it back to life, that spirit is in you. And we're going to ask you this week to believe it. To take this charge seriously. To have fun. To make friends. But listen to the Lord. Because we need you. We need to hear what you hear. We need to see what you see. We're going to pause for a moment of prayer. Those of you who are under the age of 18, I'm going to ask for you to pray with your palms up like this. Just hold your hands out. Just as a symbol of, God, I want to receive whatever it is you want to say to me. It's okay if you don't believe it yet. You can put your hands up and say, oh, okay, Lord, if you've got something, I'll take it, but I don't think you... That's okay. And then those of us that are over the age of 18, I'm going to ask for us to go like this. just to remind us that we're not the ones with all the answers, that we are going to be tempted this week to try to take control of things that we know we do well. And this is just a symbol of, Lord, I surrender even my own wisdom to you. Will you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, I pray that you would look in this chapel and see all the palms that are pointed up towards you. Lord, will you please surprise us? We say that you're present. We say that your Holy Spirit is active and at work. But Lord, would you give the young people here the faith and the ability to hear what it is you might have to say to them? And then, Lord, will you give them the courage to actually say it and to keep saying it and saying it and saying it until we listen? 
And Lord, I pray too that they would experience the joy, the joy that takes place when the Holy Spirit speaks directly to our hearts. And Lord, I pray for those of us whose palms are pointed to the ground. Lord, that we would relinquish any agendas, that we would relinquish our earthly wisdom, and that you would give us ears to hear whatever it is you are saying through the young people around us. I pray, Lord, that at the end of these days together, more than a good idea, Lord, we want to leave with the knowledge that you have been present with us. And we pray all of this in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.